Have you ever had that heart-stopping moment when you realized you forgot the password to a critical account? I have, and that's exactly why I switched to 1Password years ago, and honestly, it's been a game-changer. I can't do without 1Password, and I know that if you give it a try, you will feel the same way. And when you support our sponsors, then you support the show. So I encourage you to check out what 1Password has to offer One of the things 1Password has to offer is it combines top-tier security with an award-winning design, making password management a breeze for anyone, anywhere. From the moment I started using 1Password, I said goodbye to the days of resetting passwords and worrying about security breaches. You see, 1Password isn't just about convenience. It's about saving you from the real cost of data breaches and the daily time suck of password resets. It works seamlessly across all your devices, filling in passwords for you so that you can sign in with a click. And the best part, all you need to do is remember one strong password that protects everything else. I've been using 1Password for as long as I can remember. My family is using it. Everyone in this household has bought in. It's, again, a game changer. It's completely transformed how I handle my digital security and my family feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again, or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. And look, if you've ever been frustrated by a family member constantly asking for passwords, 1Password's secure sharing has been a total relationship saver for me. It's so secure that the Associated Press relies on it in high-risk areas, which means it's more than capable of keeping your digital life safe and streamlined. So why not make the switch? Protect yourself, your family, and your business with 1Password. It's the simple and secure way to manage your digital life. And right now, listeners of A Productive Conversation get a free two-week trial at onepasswordcom slash ConVo. That's two free weeks at onepasswordcom slash productive convo. Again, onepasswordcom slash productive convo. Check out one password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's onepasswordcom slash productive convo for two free weeks. Check it out today. Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter Uplift Desk, a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work. And that's just the beginning of what Uplift Desk has to offer. With an emphasis on ergonomics and customization, Uplift Desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals. Whether you're coding, designing, or podcasting, like I am right now, the flexibility to switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality. What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's up 
liftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. Welcome to the Productivity is Podcast, episode number one, the official episode number one. Maybe this is episode 1.5, technically. Uh, but I'd like to thank each and every one of you for uh, taking the time to listen today. We've got a short podcast here today. Not as short as last week's, but, you know, I'm trying to keep this in under the 30 minutes that I promised. And I've got an interview with Troy Christmas of Task Clone, which I did, uh, oh, several months ago at this point. Uh, but it's t- taken a while to get the podcast going. And uh, there's still some really great, valuable information in there for those of you who have never really explored Task Clone. I'll kind of let him explain it during the course of the interview. But basically, imagine Evernote the to-dos you put in there uh, from your notes and then merging them with your task app and calendar and all that stuff. It's really great and magical what goes on there. So we'll, we'll uh, dive into that. And of course, I'll put the uh, link in the show notes to taskclone.com. But one of the things I wanted to talk about right off the bat is to thank each and every one of the uh, Patreon supporters that we've had so far. Um, next week, I'm going to dive in and actually maybe rhyme a couple of them off, give them the shout outs. But, you know, we're still, you know, dipping my toe in this podcast water, so to speak, uh, at least my solo podcast. So I want to thank everybody that's supported so far there. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash productivityist, you can also support. You can support with as little as a dollar or go as high as high as you want, really. And that way we can start bringing, uh, you know, streaming uh, possibly to the equation. Definitely some video, some screencasting, get better equipment. Uh, I can get a boom for this mic and have my own little studio space that I can record in, all that stuff. I don't have to worry about keeping the kids quiet while I'm trying to record. All of that. We can do all of that. Uh, the more, uh, the more you know, patronage I get, I guess, is the and, and also, you know, uh, over time, I want to add regardless. And if you can't give right now, that's cool. Uh, again, I'm only in the, uh, the infancy stages of this podcast. So, uh, I hope you're just subscribing and listening. You can subscribe in iTunes. We're on Stitcher radio. Now you can go right to the site at Simplecast to listen to it. Um, lots of ways to get your hands on the productivity as podcast. Uh, but what I want to dive into first is I've got three, three things that I wanted to talk about before we dive into the interview. Two of them are apps and then one is a book that has uh, just been released, actually, as of uh, this recording date, as of this publication date of the podcast, which is Tuesday, September 2nd. First off, I want to talk about Meeting Hero. Now, I have a lot of meetings, but I'm not meeting with large groups of people. There's less meeting, which I, I actually quite like as well, but it's, it's really robust, and it's it tends, for me at least, it feels like it's for larger organizations and, and you know people who are doing a lot more meetings. For me, uh, Meeting Hero is one that I've started to play with, and I really, really like it. It kind of allows you to have highly productive and engaging meetings. It's the one I use when my wife and I have meetings, and I'll put a link to that article in the show notes because that's the one meeting I have to have every week. Um, but it, it just looks great. And because my wife isn't, you know, she isn't the most tech savvy person. She'll be the first to admit it. Um, she likes this because it doesn't, it sends her like the agenda items or the discussion topics, but it doesn't make her log into the app, which she really likes. And I like that too, because I'm not kind of forcing or 
her into an app that she may not be ready for or may not want to use. So I, I just create a list of discussion topics. I attach decisions to it as, as things go on, and she can as well. During the meeting, we can do that right as the meeting is going on. We can create action items. And then we just have open issues. Now, one of the things I'd love to see down the road is having the open issues kind of carry over to a future meeting, or you can copy them to another meeting. But I do like the uh, calendar integration. So, for example, I'll get an email every day saying, hey, here are the meetings you have lined up for today, and here are the discussion topics for each of those meetings. And if I've added those to uh, that particular meeting, then I'll see those. If not, then I just get a big fat red zero saying, hey, you've got nothing to talk about. So it really does allow you to, you know, focus on the meeting itself and keep some captured notes and some captured, uh, uh, you know, action items, all that stuff. I'm going to talk a bit more about Meeting Hero in future episodes, but this is just one of the things I wanted to talk about right off the top. If you're doing meetings and you want to just get into the habit of uh, recording them in terms of what actions are decided upon or what you want to carry over to the future meeting, go to meetinghero.com. Uh, and that's the first of the two apps that I really want to talk about. The other one is is built by a Canadian. That's right, Snowman. Uh, <laughs> uh, Snowman is, uh, of course, the, the development team, uh, quote-unquote, uh, Ryan Cash, uh, he ex of uh, Market Circle for a while, actually, and he created Checkmark. Uh, he's got other apps there as well, but Checkmark 2.1 has just come out. It's got snoozing. It's got improved recurring reminders. I reviewed Checkmark in uh, a blog post uh, quite a while ago, but I'll put that in the show notes as well. So basically, if you already have 2.0, you're going to get these uh, these updates. And basically what they allow is the snoozing means you can set a snooze, kind of like what Mailbox does with the um, email feature. So you can say, hey, I don't want to uh, do this right away. So you can snooze it for a minute or an hour. Um, of course, this news function will remind you of the overdue reminder until it's marked as complete or even rescheduled. And you can have a default snooze as well. So you can say, hey, I want to snooze um, to all creative reminders. I want to be able to apply this kind of snooze to it. So I really like that option. Um, you know, I, I tend not to snooze many tasks, but to have that there would be great. Uh, recurring reminders, you know, they require a checkoff now to uh, make sure that they uh, are rested for the next scheduled occurrence. Um, there's tappable actions now in the notes. Um if you're using a 24-hour clock, there's no support there. There's lots of things they've added in this recent update. And uh, I encourage you to check it out. Again, it's checkmark. You can get it in the App Store. iOS only, I'm afraid. Um, I don't know if that's ever going to change. But uh, check it out if you're an iOS user. Checkmark 2.1 has just been released literally uh, you know, a few days ago. And then finally, before I dive into the interview, um, I do get a lot of book uh, sent my way. I'm actually uh, going through uh, Mike Rody's Sketchnote uh, workbook right now. Mike's a friend of mine, and uh, uh, man, he really wants me to get drawing again. <laughs> he doesn't, but the book does. And then I've got Chris Gillibo's uh, new book, The Happiness of Pursuit, which I'll be looking at. That comes out at the end, uh, actually a week today. Um, so I'll be checking that out. But today, uh, my friend Dave Ursillo's book came out. And for those of you who um, don't know who Dave is, uh, I've had him on my uh, my older podcast, Productivity, before. I've chatted with him on, on numerous occasions over the years. His new book is called Big Apple, Black Sand, and the Midnight Sun, A 13,000-Mile Journey to Live a Meaningful Life. And he's gone on to do some really interesting things. Um, you know, he's written about leadership. Now he's doing some yoga stuff. Um 
he's he's had a really full life and he's a young guy so he has a you know he's uh adventured a lot i've met him of course at the world domination summit um and we've we've had a chance to you know connect on a, a few occasions i actually saw him in new york as well um so it's 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 a great little book uh it is uh i think it's what like nine bucks the kindle edition right now and if you want to get the paperback it's fifteen seventy. again i'm looking at uh, i'll have the the link in the show notes to get it um but uh good good reviews so far too from people so um basically just to give you a sense of uh what the book's about he just he talks about different moments of you know joy stories of friendship heartache and first-hand experiences of uh, he, he just really done a great job of, of kind of expressing his thoughts um and uh i i really enjoy these kind of books where they they're not necessarily uh a total linear you know chronology or whatever of of material like you know i like these essays collections of essays like patrick roan's done it uh a lot of people have ever you know the end malaria which i read you know the seth godin domino project book i like these ones because if i want to sit down and read something and and uh, and if you'd like to read these are great books for you if you don't feel that you have not enough time to read during the day but you want to sit down and say hey you know what it's time for me to you know get my read on or whatever you can read these essay type books and just read a couple essays and then put it away you know just bookmark it and then be done with it you can do that you know even on your kindle or your kobo or whatever you're using um so i like these kind of books for those times where i want to just have a series of reads and not one long read um and if you're looking to start reading again, these kind of books are great for that because they start to build that habit up again of, hey, I want to read regularly. Um, and, and I've been able to read a lot more, uh, especially with apps like Blinkist and, of course, you know, using tools like Instapaper and, and uh, you know, Audible with the audiobooks. But these, these types of books, the essay-style books, are, are really quite uh, – they, they kind of are a gateway to uh, building a reading habit. So if you're looking for a book that allows you to, to kind of – do that, then I would check out uh, Dave's new book, Big Apple, Black Sand, and The Midnight Sun, a 13,000-mile journey. Uh, I don't know how many kilometers that is, uh, <laughs> to live a meaningful life. Uh, thanks again to Dave for, for sharing this with me, and I hope you check it out again. I'll have the link in the show notes. Ever found yourself deep in a project, your flow state so intense that the world around you just fades away? That's the magic zone where ideas take flight and your work truly comes to life. But what if, in a blink, it could all disappear? Hard drives fail, coffee spills, and yes, even the dreaded accidental delete happens. But fear not, because CrashPlan has your back. Don't wait for disaster to strike. Head over to CrashPlan.com slash TimeCrafting now for a free trial and secure your creations with their limited time buy one get one offers supporting our sponsors means supporting this podcast so take a moment to check them out crash plan is the superhero of cloud-based data protection specifically designed for people like us who live and breathe their digital creations crash plan ensures that every file every idea and every piece of hard work is safely backed up and protected with crash plan professional you get unlimited backup for your computers not servers or cloud apps, just pure essential data protection for PC, Mac, and Linux. This means your business plans, designs, music, and documents are continuously encrypted and updated in their secure cloud without you lifting a finger. Imagine this, your laptop takes a dive during a late night work session. With CrashPlan, it's not a disaster, it's just a minor hiccup. Their service runs quietly in the background, safeguarding every change you make 
every 15 minutes. And if the worst happens, your files are just a few clicks away from being restored with unlimited version retention acting as your personal time machine. For businesses, CrashPlan's multi-tenant capabilities are a game changer. Buy as many licenses as you need, manage them with ease, and let your team or your IT admin restore data seamlessly, saving precious time and resources. So go to CrashPlan.com slash TimeCrafting now to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited buy one, get one offers for a productive conversation listeners. That's CrashPlan.com slash TimeCrafting. Back up better with CrashPlan. Ever caught yourself marveling at the seamless magic of everyday tech, like how noise-canceling headphones block out the world or the sheer bliss of meeting-free Fridays? Now imagine if there was a way to bring that kind of magic into selling online. Well, guess what? There is, and it's called Shopify. From the moment you decide to launch your online shop to opening your first physical store, and even when you're pinching yourself because, yes, you just hit a million orders, Shopify is there to guide your growth. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or the latest productivity tools, Shopify supports you everywhere with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. The checkout? Oh, it's a breeze for your customers, converting up to 36% better than other platforms. And with Shopify Magic, your AI-powered assistant, you're selling more with way less effort. And you won't be alone in your Shopify journey because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., supporting giants like Allbirds and Brooklinen and millions of entrepreneurs across 175 countries. Their award-winning support is always there, making sure businesses that grow, Grow with Shopify, and yours can be one of those businesses. And for those looking to level up, Shopify's endless integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to chatbots ensure your business is always ahead of the curve. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash timecrafting now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash timecrafting. Have you ever looked into fasting and thought, I love the benefits, but I can't go days without eating? Well, that's where Prolon comes in, transforming the fasting experience with a plant-based nutrition program that tricks your cells into thinking they're fasting without actually having to stop eating. Developed through decades of research at the University of Southern California Longevity Institute, Prolon is not just another diet, it's a scientifically backed program designed to support your body's natural processes. Now keep in mind, this isn't about cutting out food, it's about providing your body with the right nutrients to enter a fasting state while still eating. The program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all carefully designed to support healthy blood sugar levels, cardiovascular health, and even reduce abdominal fat. And the convenience? It's unmatched. Everything you need comes in one box delivered right to your doorstep. Thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon for its health benefits, backed by Nobel Prize winning science. So if you're looking for a way to kickstart your health journey with all the benefits of fasting and none of the hunger... Prolon is the answer. And right now, Prolon is offering a Productive Conversation listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash timecrafting. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash timecrafting for this special offer. Again, that's prolonlife.com slash timecrafting. Check it out today.
Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. Now, we're going to dive into this interview, okay? Uh, and it's with uh, Troy Christmas of Task Clone. Now, for, for those of you who have, uh, Task Clone's been around for a while. And basically, you know, you can take it with you wherever you go. Uh, you can use any Evernote app. Um, there are 40 plus apps that you can send this thing to. So if you're using different task management apps, you can send it to Asana, you can send it to Google Calendar. I'm going to look right now, and I'm fairly certain. Oh, yeah, there it is. Todoist right there. This, of course, is my app of choice. Um, there's email registration to do that. And for those OmniFocus fans, is OmniFocus supported? Boom, 40-plus ta- uh, apps. And, and, of course, Google Calendar as well. So if you're, if you're still into using your calendar along with your, your to-dos and your notes in Evernote, it's, it's uh, fantastic. Uh, now, they do have tiered plans. There's the free Evernote-only plan. Then there's the Sleep Easy plan, which is $11.95 per year. It's a limited-time offering. And then there's Peace of Mind plan, which is the premium plan, fifteen ninety five a year. Now, the difference is, of course, is that you can send, uh, in Evernote, you can send unlimited to-dos to one Evernote note, because that's what's happening is you're sending them from the task app to the Evernote note. In the, in the uh, Sleep Easy plan, you can send unlimited to-dos to one task app or note. Um, and then uh, the premium plan, you can send unlimited to-dos to five task apps. So if you're using multiple ones, let's, for example, I've had used Todoist for my own stuff as well as with my wife and some of my uh, coaching clients. And then I'm using Asana for other things such as Do Better with Asana with Jeremy and, and some stuff I'm doing with my MailChimp guy and all that stuff. Uh, and then you can also send unlimited to-dos as events to one Google Calendar if that's something that you want to do. But I'm going to let Troy talk a little bit more about this during our, our conversation. Uh, and uh, I'll be back right after that uh, that interview. So here you go. Here's Troy Christmas of Task Clone here on the Productivityist Podcast. All right. I'd like to welcome Troy Christmas of Task Clone to the Productivityist Podcast. Troy, thanks for joining me today. Great. Thanks for having me. So I've been you know, keeping my eye on Task Clone for a while. I know we've had a bit of an email exchange back and forth. And, uh, but for those who are not, uh, for those listening that aren't aware of what task clone is, I know you're working on 2.0 right now, but what is task clone, uh, in what's the elevator pitch? What can you tell people about why, why they should dive into to task clone as it stands? Sure. Task clone gets your tasks out of Evernote and into a more robust task system, whether it be Asana, Todoist, Tootledo, uh, and it frankly helps you f- stop forgetting the tasks that you have in your notes. Now, now, one of the things that I've always said about Evernote, when people ask me, they go, oh, well, I use, can I use Evernote to manage my tasks? My answer has always been no, because, you know, it's not, to me, it's, it's a digital filing cabinet. It's more of an informational storage unit than a task storage unit. But what Task Clone seems to do is bridge that gap, right? 
Absolutely. The way I like to say it is Task Clone allows the singers to sing and the dancers to dance. So think of Evernote as a singer. It does it really well, uh, but you wouldn't ask it to dance. And the same thing with some of uh, the task and project management apps. You don't want to ask them to sing. They do very well at dancing, and and that's what you want them to do. What Task Clone does is allow each one to do what it does well. Now, I'm not usually a fan of services that are built upon other services because we've seen this before with other, you know, I mean, Twitter would be a great example, right? You know, where people are building platforms on top of other platforms. But the one thing I I do uh, have to say about about Task Clone is that you've at least picked the most popular productivity platform on the planet to build on top of. I mean, (laughs) Evernote is really, I mean, it's pretty ubiquitous. I, I, I can't see it going anywhere. I mean, is that something that, that was a, when you when you set out to build this thing, obviously you knew that there was a, a pain point with Evernote, um, you know, and getting it into a place that's better to manage these kind of things. Was that something that was a concern for you? It's like, oh, you know, we're building it on top of this other thing. What if this other thing ceases to exist? Was that anything? Did, did that come to your mind at any stre- stretch of the of the drive? Sure. I mean, anytime you're going to start a, a company, you're going to look at the the um, size of the market, and, and Evernote's market is growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, and then you want to ask yourself, can I consistently add value in this space? And even with all the changes that we expect to see, you know, we have to project out changes in Evernote and changes in, in task apps, et cetera. But even with all of those changes and, and other services like Zapier and Ift, uh, we believe we can add enough value uh, to to serve our user base and, and make them happy to come back for more. Well, the one thing I do like about Task Clone versus, you know, I mean, there's lots to like, but versus like a Zapier or, or an IFTTT is that um, it, it's very focused on, it does a couple things really well. Do you know what I mean? Whereas the others are kind of, they build recipes and, and they have their own merits. I kind of like that, that, you know, it's, it's the, hey, this is what this thing is meant to do and it does it really well. And it, the propensity of it breaking versus a recipe seems um, less, less, you know, less, I would say it seems more remote, right? Well, and, I, and our focus is on providing a particular uh, value proposition for people who are busy and they want to make sure that they're managing their actions and not just storing reference material. And so that's that's what we're after. That was the pain point that uh, I personally felt that led to the development in the first place. So you, you use it to throw things into your task manager of choice, whichever one that is. I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask which one it is. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> but you also use it for the calendar component, right? Absolutely. I had an experience where I was in a meeting and uh, we scheduled a follow up uh, and I put the follow up meeting in my notes and never went back and looked at my notes, skipped the daily review uh, and the follow up meeting never got scheduled. Uh, and I, I, <laughs> a lot of people were upset about that situation and I wanted to figure out a way to solve it and, and I was able to put that in task clone. The other thing I, I, I was, was going to mention, you mentioned meetings, right? Like this seems like the ideal solution for meetings and for a lot of people because a lot of people are keeping their stuff in Evernote, right? You bring it, whether you're, you know, you're using it with penultimate or, you know, you're using uh, it's the Moleskin even, you know, I mean, all those mm-hmm. things. Once you start to use Evernote as a meeting kind of repository, a task can really get the actionable stuff where it needs to go as well as the follow-ups where they need to go. 
And that, and that's exactly the that was the use case that got it all started. Uh, when you're in a meeting, you're taking notes feverishly. Uh, you're trying to mark down different categories of things that you're taking down, including tasks. And you're not switching back and forth, particularly if you're on an iPad or another tablet. You're not switching back and forth to a task manager to to track all that stuff. And so normally in your daily review or some other time, you're having to remember to go and put those in your task manager. And this just eliminates that entire step. You don't have to think about it. It happens automatically in the background. It doesn't matter what platform you're on. As long as you sync your Evernote account, uh, your Evernote storage stays where it needs to stay and your tasks go uh, to your task app. And it links back to Evernote so you you can always get the context of whatever the task was about. Now, you've got three plans here. Obviously, there's the the basic plan, which is basically, you know, you send uh, as many tasks as you want to an Evernote task list note which is great for people who just want to kind of get started. I like the way you scaled this up is that it's it's got that whole simplicity and obviousness and scalability that I really like with with tools. But I mean the 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 plus and the premium. Those are I mean you price those really reasonably. A lot of people, I mean you know this from from spending time in the space is that as soon as people see a price tag attached to any kind of productivity tool, you know their their back goes up a little bit, but I mean this is I mean what it's twelve bucks a year, eleven ninety five a year for the Sleep Easy plan, and then fifteen ninety five for the Peace of Mind plan. Which and the, I guess the differences would be the calendar integration for the premium version, right? Like you can send the events to Google Calendar, and I mean you can obviously go to TaskClone.com and see the see the differences. But this to me seems again it's that whole idea of when people break it down to like that. Okay, it's twelve bucks a year. That's a dollar a month. Like, exactly. That's not very much. And <laughs> exactly. you guys are integrating with like a forty over forty task management apps. Now, one of the things that I find um, curious is that, uh, especially with the, the the plus plan, is that there's the syntax with the different apps. So, how challenging has it been to be able to say, okay, what is a tag, and one is a context, and another is a label, and another is a pro? Like how that that's got to be a lot of work to put together to make sure that they all kind of you know talk to one another or talk back and forth to. To, to Evernote, is is that something that you most of your time is spent on in terms of uh, user experience? Frankly, it, it hasn't been, and the reason is we didn't set up uh, defaults for many different task apps. Uh, and in version 2.0, which will be coming around in May, the user gets to do all that him or herself, and it's seamless. Uh, they know the syntax for their app. Uh, and it, it allows us to serve that need for a, a much larger a much larger group. Right now, though, if you add your task in Evernote and you put whatever syntax is available for Todoist or whatever your app is, it'll grab it, send it to Todoist, and Todoist knows what to do with it. So you can do that right now with, with any of the task apps. Uh, this is, also seems like a great solution, TaskClone, that is. To, to the people who, who are like, what's a URL scheme, right? Like the mobile component, do you know what I mean? Right. Where people are, are curious, like, how do I get this to work on my mobile? But I mean, the fact that once it's in there, I mean, it, it, it does everything in the background, kind of like what, I mean, most people are using that with Dropbox and Google Drive and all these other things anyway. So, I mean, it really leverages Evernote uh, and gives people that answer, what do I do with Evernote? Because that's a, a common question, right? I mean, I, I'm sure you've heard it. It's like, I, I've heard of Evernote, but what do I do with it? This really gives you the ability to leverage Evernote to uh, its fullest potential, really. It, it helps you get things done with Evernote. Uh, storing and, and remembering everything is great and incredibly important, and I use Evernote daily for the, for that purpose. But then I also got to get stuff done. I also have a calendar. I also have a list of things I need to get done today and tomorrow. Uh, and this helps you use Evernote to to get through get through your daily actions. Uh, the, the other thing 
about the way that it operates is because it works on Evernote servers and not on the client that's on your computer, you never have to think about anything. It works automatically and it works instantly. There's no time lag. There's no waiting. There's no queue. Uh, if you put a task into your Evernote account and you sync your account, when you sync your account, TaskClone does its magic. And, and again, back to the whole idea of basing, you know, kind of building it on top of another platform. The ones I've used, like I've used, you know, and this is not a slight against them, but like the secret weapon and Zen done. If Evernote changes some of the front end functionality, that breaks those things. But this, the way TaskClone seems to operate, and correct me if I'm wrong, is because it all happens kind of the behind the scenes, it's, it's kind of built on the foundation, which is something that Evernote's not really going to mess with all that much. That's that's certainly our hope with uh, respect to some things, but uh, you never know. I mean, technology is a a fast moving uh, area, but we we've built it and we're preparing for whatever might happen. And as I said, we start the company with the idea that we believe we'll be able to add consistent value uh, over a long period of time. And you know, we've had to interact with Zendun, we've had to interact with others to make sure that that our services uh, work, and and all of that's working seamlessly. Now, speaking of moving fast, you're now working on 2.0, right? Absolutely. So, what can you tell people about 2.0? What what's some of the stuff that's going on side behind the scenes with 2.0? Is there anything you can share? I, I'll say the three biggest things were we we make our updates based on our users. We listen to them; they tell us what they want and what would be uh, more effective for them. And so that's that's our that's our path. Uh, and the first was uh, right now, many task apps require that the tasks that come in via email, which is how TaskLoan works, come in via an email address associated with that user's account. And so we've been using Gmail to uh, provide that service. Well, there are many folks who don't want to sign up for Gmail, don't have Gmail. We're going to eliminate that requirement. We found a workaround. We're not going to get into the magic of how it works, mm -hmm. uh, but that's, that's the first. The second is, uh, for example, you take Todoist uh, or Asana, you might have an inbox in either of those, but you can also have different projects. And so in order to send to the different projects, you need to be able on a task-by-task -task basis, say, I want this to go to project A and I want this other task to go to project B. All that's going to be built in uh, in TaskClone 2.0. And the, the last uh, is that we've had a three-minute setup. I think in the original article you looked at about TaskClone, we touted a three-minute setup. We're going to take that down to 30 seconds. Uh, we want this to be so easy uh, in the design of it that there's no friction in getting started. Wow, thirty seconds—that's a—that's a brave jump. <laughs> it, it, it is a very brave jump, and the developers aren't necessarily all that happy about it. But it, but it's going to happen. <laughs> now, one of the things that that you mentioned is is the whole idea of of the fact that like moving things into projects instead of your inbox and stuff. One of the things I like about about this kind of of um, you know building that you're doing is that it can scale so for example uh when i you know when i use it uh everything just goes to my inbox just because that's part of the gtd workflow i work in where it's like if i'm capturing something it'll go to the inbox and i'll process the inbox later in fact i've called my evernote inbox or my you know the my default notebook my notebook is called inbox for that reason it's kind of a, a trigger for me so mm -hmm. if someone is starting out with task clone um because uh, you know, I mean, you can scale it up. What do you recommend that they do? Like if they're, they're, they're firing it up, they're going to get ready to use it. What, what's the first things that they should do in order to kind of just see how it's going to help them without them feeling too overwhelmed in the process? I think that's a great question. I think for in large part, most of that's going to get answered in, in 2.0. But for those who are signing up right now, uh, essentially what you want to do is 
find a task app that you're interested in using. Virtually all of them have an email address that task gets sent into. Uh, create a task in Evernote simply by writing some text with a checkbox in front of it. Uh, add, there's a tag that you have to add and you hit sync and it automatically goes to your task app. I would say run a few tests for 20 minutes uh, and make sure you're comfortable with how it looks. Don't try to use the Google Calendar uh, stuff right away. It's not difficult, but you want to get comfortable. Uh, and then most people are ecstatic about the service we provide. We're, we're usually responding to people in four hours or less. Uh, so if there's ever any hiccup, you know, just, just connect with us, and, and we're usually able to solve it in no time. And so you can get Task Clone right now. You get a 14-day free trial and includes all features when they sign up. And then, of course, you can scale up, which you should, to the Plus or the Premium plan. And the pricing is just – I mean, that's the thing is we're seeing – people are, are – are, if you're – let's put it this way. If you are – and I would say this for any app or any service. If you pay for – you're going to get what you pay for. You're going to get the value behind it. All these free apps, all the stuff that – I mean, they're great to a point. But when you want to really start to, you know, scale up and leverage, you know, and, and move forward in, in, in a more productive and, and even more efficient way, um, you're going to have to pay for it a little bit. I want to say I want to say one thing about that. Sure. We we designed it so that it would work for the lifestyles that we have. We're incredibly right. busy. We want to set it up once and forget about it and just have it work. So we're not going to have an advertising model where uh, we're in constantly in front of you. We're going to have you set it up. It's going to work, and you're just going to use it, and it's going to be in the background. You're not going to think about it. And in terms of the, the price point and the value proposition, uh, we know that Evernote's going to be over 100 million users uh, in, in the near future, and we know that we've got more than that if you aggregate all the task apps that are out there. Uh, that will be plenty. Uh, uh, for us to be able to continue to improve and make a consistent, valuable product for for quite some time. There you go. So uh, support their efforts too, for sure. Uh, so Tasklone 2.0 is coming out sometime in May. That's that's. Uh, but for now, uh, Tasklone one's great. Head over to Tasklone.com and sign up for it and start using. You know, really leverage the power of Evernote, and then you'll you'll be able to go. Hey, you know, I open up Evernote every single day and don't just use it for you know you know, uh, a beer seller like I do. <laughs> Troy, uh, where can people find you? Like other than a task owner, they, they can follow you on Twitter, Google plus. Do you want to throw that out there before we wrap up? Sure. We're task clone, uh, at, on Twitter. Also Troy Christmas. I have my personal identity of course on, uh, on Twitter and we're also on Google plus. That's where we spend most of our time. Awesome. Thanks again for joining me uh, on the productivity podcast. Thank you. So there you have it. Thanks to Troy Christmas from Task Clone for taking the time to chat with me oh so many months ago. And I encourage you to check out TaskClone.com and uh, yeah, just see what it can offer you. I mean, a lot of people are getting into using Evernote more and more and they're finally figuring out what they can use it for. That's been a big challenge for a lot of people. And I'm, I'm a big believer in using uh, Evernote for reference materials and for storing information, uh, research, web clipping, all that stuff. But, you know, if you want to really dive in and use Evernote for more than that, you're, this will allow you to do it, you know. And especially if people are also using it for task management, you can kind of use Task Clone to kind of either shift away from that by, you know, slowly, slowly doing that. Uh, you know, moving things to the task manager, your calendar, what have you. But I really like what they're doing there. And uh, thanks again to Troy for uh, spending some time with me today uh, on the show or a few months ago, but delivering it to you today on the show. Thanks again to everybody for listening this week. Uh, I've got about 
two minutes left. So again, if you are interested in contributing to the Patreon campaign, please do. It's patreon.com slash productivityist. This is just the beginning. You know, I'm going to just, I'm just scratching the surface, like the very, very, uh, thin surface <laughs> at this point of what I'm going to be doing with this podcast. And, uh, I've got more interviews to come. I've got Chris Bailey from A Year of Productivity, now A Life of Productivity coming up, David Sparks, and many, many more. Uh, I also am going to start looking at more apps. I've got Timeful in the queue. I mean, there's so many that I can take a look at over the next uh, next few weeks and months and beyond, and I intend to do that as well. Uh, and, of course, if you just want to subscribe, uh, you just go to the uh, Simplecast site. It's Productivityist dot simplecast.fm and you could subscribe right in there or listen right within your browser you can go to stitcher radio there's going to be some there as well you can subscribe in itunes leave a rating leave a review leave all that stuff and of course you can listen to me on my other podcast with michael schecter this week actually schecter is going to be on the show we managed to carve out some time together so you can go of course to five by five dot tv slash mics on mics of course it's called workflowing now but the url is slowly shifting over or just find me in itunes uh, and you can listen to it there as well uh, and of course, uh, the Productivityist newsletter is dropping this week. Uh, in fact, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, it's dropping tomorrow. So if you want to subscribe to that, go to Productivityist.com, sign up in the right-hand uh, column. And I've got another post coming up later this week for the football fans that are out there on how I managed to get things done while watching football on Sunday. It, that's not going to be the title of the post, but it's going to have something to do with that. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to writing that one. That's going to be a fun one. Thanks again to everybody for listening this week. I will see you next week. Until then, in action, speaks louder than words. Just remember that, okay? Take care. Have a great week.